So this is the Last Call podcast with Chris Michaels. This is going to be a podcast under a time constraint, so we're going to try and run through everything that I have to say about COVID or the most recent COVID updates as quickly as possible. So once again, Dr. Fauci flip-flops and says that, oh, guess what? You don't need a mask when you go outside. But that's not what he said back in August because he goes, when you are indoors... Make sure you have a mask on. When you're outdoors, keep that mask on. But all of a sudden, lo and behold, Dr. Fauci, the one who flip-flops more than a fish out of water, says, oh boy, what I believe you're going to be hearing from the CDC, what the country is going to be hearing soon is updated guidelines. The CDC is a science-based organization. Is it really Is it really, or does it just use science to create arguments, science loosely termed, uh, for the pharmaceutical industries or whatever other industry that wants to run something by the American public and get it approved with a stamp on it, an official stamp on it, which means absolutely nothing. They don't want to make any guidelines unless they look at the data and the data backs it up. But when you look around at the common sense situation, the risk is really low, especially if you're vaccinated. Thank you very much, Dr. Fauci, because that's what we've been saying all along for the past year and almost a half, that the risk of anything with this supposed virus, which we have our suspicions here at last call of what this actually is, the risks of this thing is extremely low, extremely low. I still want to know what happened to the flu. Rand Paul continuously goes against Dr. Fauci and calls the mask wearing nothing but theater. Now, the problem I have with old soggy possum Rand Paul, the reason why I call him soggy possum is because that awful hair of his, um, is because Rand Paul never says anything about the issue of vaccines or the gene therapy platforms. He only ever talks about masks. Rand Paul's Big argument is, if you get vaccinated, why do you have to wear a mask? He doesn't ever, he doesn't ever approach the idea of a vaccine and the necessity for it. So, Biden forgot, uh, uh, this is Rand Paul, Biden forgot that this theater of wearing a mask was so ridiculous that people would call him out on it. And other people, like other world leaders, you know, he had that, uh, Biden had that big old meeting, that big old conference call, and you saw all these different world leaders together in like a big Zoom-type platform, and the only moron, the only decrepit idiot was Joe Biden, who was wearing a mask during a conference call with nobody around him. If I want to go visit the White House, Rand Paul says, Republicans and Democrats who go visit, even though they'll all be vaccinated or had the disease, they're going to be tested with a deep sinus test. Now, keep that in mind. Deep sinus test. We want to come back to that in a little bit. And they're going to be told that wearing the N95 masks to go into the White House uh, are necessary, even though they've all been vaccinated. So he goes on and saying that there is no science behind any of this. It's fear-mongering. Exactly. This is what we have been saying for over a year. But it is also having a deleterious effect in that it's discouraging people from getting the vaccine because they're saying, well, if the vaccine doesn't mean anything, it doesn't seem to have any protective benefit. 
you get no benefits. So what Rand Paul's argument is, is that if people uh, assume that the vaccine is not really helping them all that much, they're just going to continue to wear the mask. So what he's saying here is, his argument is, that if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. Never, ever, ever does Rand Paul fight against the idea of getting an experimental vaccine that was authorized and not approved. Not approved. It was only authorized. Big difference. Basically, when something is authorized in this sense, it says, okay, we've got a, a huge emergency we don't have time to do the appropriate testing, so we're just going to unleash this thing out there and see what happens because this is a severe public health issue, blah, blah, blah. Doesn't mean it has been approved. Anyway, uh, so he goes on, but this is what's coming from Biden and the so-called scientists that he's putting forth, uh, that people cannot quit wearing the mask, and it's the wrong attitude. So, this is something that we have to focus on a little bit here because Rand Paul seems to be the good guy, but we all know that he's really not. He's only partially the good guy because he doesn't ever really go against that idea of getting a vaccine. Other stories that have been coming out are these, uh, these reports that people are getting symptoms from other people that have been vaccinated. So we brought up this story last week where the unvaccinated are spreading whatever they got to the unvaccinated, particularly women. Women who have been getting odd periods or periods between periods or more spottiness or, in a lot of cases, more clots in their periods, thanks to the woman who referred to her menstrual cycle as the tsunami, which gave me the giggles for a solid, I don't know, five minutes or so less. <laughs> but what that means is, it means that potentially these, these uh, gene therapy platforms are really causing shedding within people. And so if they're causing shedding within people, that implies that the vaccinated are essentially almost experiments. Because what's happening is, is that when their body naturally sheds off its items from itself, right, just like hair uh, naturally falls out of a dog or whatever, and you got dander and everything else, um, that same exact thing happens within humans. And it's not a big deal because naturally humans are, hu are animals and things fall off. Now, the idea, not <laughs> things don't necessarily fall off, but the idea behind all of this holds merit because if the DNA is creating different ways of, of uh, how it generates proteins or how it tells the body to generate proteins, then now we're on to something else because essentially what it's doing is, is that it's creating spike proteins, not unlike what we saw uh, with the COVID vaccine or the COVID uh, virus CGI graphics, right? We all see those little spikes, those little crowns. That's why it's called coronavirus, corona, crown. Um, so you see that. And now this vaccine, this mRNA vaccine is supposed to be creating those things within the human body, within the vaccinated. So when the body is naturally shedding, those little spike proteins are still active, which means it can grapple on to somebody else that is not vaccinated, which then in turn makes the unvaccinated person absorb those 
coronas, those spikes. You get where I'm going with this? So just by naturally existing around people that have been vaccinated, the unvaccinated are now experiencing the same types of things. What does this also mean? It also means that potentially we're going to have an issue with people having children because they're always having their periods. This is essentially what you're looking at here is a nonsense virus that got out into the populace, right? That really only affected uh, individuals that are normally susceptible to the, uh, the, the flu or pneumonia. Uh, if you've gotten it, then you had a rough time. It was not pleasant, but there was, pro and if somebody died that you know, it was probably a, uh, they had more than one issue in their system. Now, the next thing that you're going to see is that the people that have been vaccinated with this stuff have all of a sudden been testing positive for COVID. So that goes on along a couple of lines. Are these people really uh, testing positive for COVID or is the injection giving them COVID even though they don't necessarily have any sort of severe issues? Now, what that also means is that all these mutant strains that we see, right? They're really just strains from people shedding off this COVID vaccine spike protein, right? So all of these COVID surges throughout the country, they all started after the max va mass vaccination program began. So what does that tell you, right? It tells you a couple of things, that these people are getting sick, the people that have been vaccinated, and they are going to get tested. And while they're getting tested, they're saying, oh my God, I now have COVID. In reality, it's a reaction to the vaccine. Or these people have created COVID variants and now they're spreading it throughout society, which then in turn causes the COVID surge, but not really any more deaths. The other issue here is that now we're starting to see all of the restrictions be lifted, like Dr. Fauci just said, you don't have to wear a mask outside. Yeah, gee, thanks, Dr. Fauci. I knew that a year and a half ago. Um, so now that we're going to get all of these restrictions lifted and all of these quote unquote variant strains unleashed upon the populace through shedding of the vaccinated, then you're going to start to see another surge in this nonsense and you're going to need another vaccine in order to get over the problems that you caused yourself because you got vaccinated in the first place. I'm sorry, we shouldn't say that, but per possibly the problems caused in the second wave are due to uh, the untested gene therapy platform uh, that you injected into your body at the beginning of 2020. So all of this comes on the heels of a forecast created by what is called Deagle, D-E-A-G-E-L. So Deagle is a website, it's an information website that is used by a bunch of government agencies. It's essentially the go-to website or go-to research firm that a lot of these, uh, you know, FBI, CIA types, they use this website. And what they say is by 2025, the U.S. population is going to decline to about 90 million. Well, for those of you that don't know, the U.S. population currently is at around 350 million. So what's going? So what's going to happen to 240 million people within the United States?
That's what we don't know. They're saying, oh, well, war could do it. Economic downturn can do it. And also uh, another COVID boom can do it. Killing 240 million people in about three years or four years. That's what's going to do it. Somebody knows something and they are not playing with a full deck. They're not telling us everything that they know behind the scenes because to lose almost, what, 70% of a population in the span of four years for no reason other than natural downturn, that doesn't make sense at all. Somebody is not telling us everything. And then now, finally, there's something else that we should know about because I do have to go. There is something called nasal for, oh man, I can't pronounce this, nasopharyngeal cancer, nasopharyngeal cancer, or whatever the fuck it is, I don't even know. It's also known as NPC. It's a rare tumor uh, of the head and neck, which originates in the nasopharynx, meaning in the back of the throat. And the tumor usually uh, makes itself known as something in the neck because it's all the way back there. So this kind of thing is tested for, oddly enough, uh, with or tested by to determine whether or not you have it by a PCR test. So you have to look this thing up. There's more to it. It also involves a whole bunch of proteins. And, and this thing, nasopharyngeal cancer, um, this could very well be what COVID is all about. And so then the next question you have to have is how did this particular type of cancer spread throughout a population. Is this really some sort of biochemical attack that originated from somewhere essentially spreading radioactive agents? Because we brought this up too in the past. We brought up how um, uh, pneumonitis is basically radiation poisoning and it exhibits a lot of the same symptoms as COVID supposedly exhibits so could this, in fact, be a biological, a chemical biological weapon that has somehow been able to transport radioactive particles across, essentially, the populations? And so the way you test for it is in the same way that they test for this type of cancer that I brought up before, where it's all the way deep back there, almost in the larynx. And you have to test for it with a PCR test to determine whether or not it's still good or whether or not it's still in there. So I'm, I'm leaning towards this, that there's some sort of attack in some way, whether or not that's from a nation or a non-governmental organization that's hell-bent on some weird occult-like objective to eliminate the human population or tag them all in some way. Um... This is something that I'm researching more on, and I have to be able to uh, do some more research. So that's it for me. I got to run. This is the last call with Chris Michaels, and this has been a jumbled episode, but we're still going to do it.